just uh, made his second move with the uh, Miami Dolphins, uh, taking quarterback Jordan Love. So we're here to kick off the second half of our GM mock draft, and that will lead us to the 19th pick, which is the Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas. <laughs> I love that he keeps doing that. I know. <laughs> so, so for the Raiders, um, they got themselves their wide receiver in Jerry Judy. Um, they made a good pick last year with Josh Jacobs as, uh, as one of their first-round picks um, at the running back position. Cleveland Farrell was the <coughs> pass rusher that they drafted high in the first round. Um, this team lost uh, some depth uh, to hear Whitehead at the linebacker position. So that's where I'm heading for the uh, Raiders is I'm taking Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU. Mm. Okay. Okay. And the reason why I'm going there is uh, at this point, we have what I think is a, a less than stellar linebacker uh, class. Um, it's certainly a, a need and on the defense um, to be able to have some guy who can go sideline to sideline. He's got SEC speed, which a lot of people talk about. So uh, I'm going to add the, add the linebacker. I've already got the offensive weapon earlier. And I think now the, the Raiders, unfortunately, are starting to round out a, a solid team with young players. Um, you said you. I just. I want to make sure I heard you. You said Queen Patrick Queen linebacker LSU. <sighs> I agree with you. So I'll be the one to give you some uh, kudos on that pick. I like the kid a lot. Um, I, I thought he showed a lot of potential of uh, what he can do uh, for the NFL throughout last season. Uh, like you said, I think he does kind of benefit from a weaker linebacking class. He maybe would be a second round guy, but you know, even still, we're not talking about top five pick. Um, he's <clears throat> highly talented. I think he's good pick, good fit. They need it. Decent size. Uh, I got nothing really much else on that one. What do you think there, Alex? You feel like you uh, are groaning. I mean, I don't, I don't really think that their linebacking core is hurting is my thing. I, I think, yeah, with the situation we're in right now and all these good cornerbacks disappearing, I still think that that would be I, – I, I don't know. I feel like they would go on the corner versus on the inside. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I don't I, – I agree with them going defense here. I know that they got, you know, their guy um, earlier on, Judy, you know, on the offensive side. I think they do flip the script and go defense here with the second pick. But – um, I don't know if it would be a linebacker. I think it might be a, a corner. Yeah, uh, and it, it certainly could be, depending on how things shake out. Um, but like I said, just uh, just with what I, I had uh, seen and where I think that they could go to try to round out the defense, um, I think that might be a potential landing spot. So with the, uh, the 20th pick in the GM mock draft, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. that's right Duval that's right so uh you know with the ninth pick we splashed with Tua Tagovailoa at quarterback um that uh is not likely to happen there were certainly some opinions on our podcast about that um 
Well, what I'm going to do now at this point, just because he's still on the board, um, listen, we, I'm in agreement about there not being a lot of defensive talent. Um, but with the way this draft has shaken out, uh, I just took Tua at quarterback. I'm taking offensive tackle Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. What? <laughs> oh, you just don't like drafting linemen. It's not that man. So I just... I, I'll take uh, I'll take Cam Robinson at Alabama. I'm going to move him uh, to the guard position next to uh, the right tackle, Jawan Taylor. Andrew Thomas is going to be my left tackle. I've got Andrew Norwell at left guard, and I've got uh, fellow St. Thomas Aquinas alumni Brandon Linder at center. The Jacksonville Jaguars now have an offensive lineman in front of Tua with Leonard Fournette at running back. They've got a deep threat in DJ Chark at wide receiver. They got a slot machine at um, wide receiver in DD Westbrook. So now all of a sudden, if you are a Sad Cats fan, you now have optimism. Yeah, I I agree clearly. I like linemen. If everybody hasn't noticed, I like. Um, I guess I'm. I guess I like Gettleman then, right? I like the hog yeah. I like the guys that work on the trenches. Uh, I think it's important. I think even with the changing NFL, it is still important because there's only so many guys that can work together to be such a high octane offense. Um, yeah, sure up the offensive line. Give yourself, you got that quarterback battle now based on what's, you know, happened with Minshew or Tua. You know, hey. All right, Alex, before we move on to your pick, I want to hear uh, your, you disagree with the pick, which is fine. And I just want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, um, I, again, I'm going back to what I said when you when you when they when you guys grabbed Tua. Um, I, I I think I think the Jaguars have too many holes on defense. Um, I mean, yeah, the offense can win a game, but you need a defense to win a championship. I'm going to stand by that since I started putting pads on myself. Um, now the Jaguars had a defense in 2017, uh, but their offense couldn't hold on to that lead. Right. Their offense couldn't win the games and their defense was it was all they needed. But again, you're, when your defense is on the field, 40 minutes of a 60 minute game, uh, I mean, you're not really good. You're not doing much for yourself. So yeah. um, I think honestly, I think that um, I, I don't know. I think they go. I think they go defense here. I, I think they go defense at nine. Ultimately, I think they trade, but that's not here. So um, right, we'll get into all that after this shakes out. Yeah. All so, right. so uh, that's gonna, you know, I, that's going to put, uh, yeah, you on I don't the know. Clock. I, just, uh, I don't the, even think Thomas would fall down to 20, but uh, I don't no. think so either. <laughs> Matt. How is that me? I took tackles. Yeah, I know you did. All right. So at number 21, the Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. So Alex, you get the you get the privilege of making this selection for your uh, NFC East opponent. The privilege, That's you know, I'm... and you cannot take a kicker. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't have twenty one. We didn't swap nineteen and twenty one, but I'll take it. So, yeah, you listen, did. yeah, you you had it. I'll take it though. I'll take it. You know, I'll take it. 
because I know what they're going to do here. Well, they're going to take, take a wide receiver. And then I can go ahead and I can just no, chime no, in with I what got I've it. done. They're going to take a wide receiver. That's right. They, they have are. to because they don't have anybody that can catch the frigging ball. So give me Justin <laughs> Jefferson there. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, he will be a wide receiver that is available at 21 yeah. unless somebody desperately trades up to get him. I'm not doubting the kid's talent at all. I think he's a very talented wide receiver. Um, again, another LSU kid. Um, well, they won a championship for a reason. Yeah, um, I think he's got the size to be a good receiver. He's very long. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you listen to the guys talk about him, and uh, they say that he, he kind of looks like uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, and I think Tyler Boyd is a successful wide receiver. Even with mm-hmm. AJ, A.J. Green going down, he's, he's proven that he can be a target that can catch the ball. Right. And I think that's what the oh, – I don't even want to say their name. Um <laughs> I just think the guys that play in green that should have never won a championship uh, go wide receiver here because they desperately need somebody that's going to catch the ball. Yeah, Justin Jefferson would have been my pick here as well um, for the uh, this, uh, city of brotherly love's uh, NFL team. Um, that, like, hurts my throat to say that. So uh, Unanimous. We'll, uh, we'll go ahead. Uh, now, Alex, you're going to be on the clock to make the first of two picks for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, man. Um Minnesota, you know, I, I they've been a team that has been so close to 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 having some kind of spark happen. I mean, they've had so much success recently that you would think that um, you know, they they'd be in there and they'd be in the Super Bowl and, and tearing it up. And I know we're gonna go back and talk about, you know, bad play calls and yeah, I, I'm not gonna get into it. I think it, whatever you got beat on the play. <laughs> Let's move on. Sucks to suck. Um, That's right. That being said, I know that they do have some some holes that they need to fix here on uh, on offense and defense. I do think that they 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 I mean they got rid of a lot of guys this this off season, um, and there's rumor that they're getting ready to trade again. Um, I, I still think that they're going to go and find somebody to protect Kirk Cousins on the offensive side. And, you know, don't hate me because this will be the, I don't know, the fifth tackle taken. But I think that they go after um, Josh Jones yep. out of Houston. Um, I think he'd be a guy that, uh, despite being more talented tackles in the draft, I think he would be a guy that um, the Giants might even consider mm-hmm. uh, if he falls to the second round. I mean, he's 6'5", 300 pounds. He's a big freaking kid. Um, I'll tell you, you if know, he's there for the Giants in the second round, that's a win. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be like getting friggin' Hernandez in the second round. It, it just, yep. um, he's a big friggin' kid. I think he's really good. He's a, I think he's a red shirt senior. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's, you know, he's really well, well round. He's talented. Um, I, I think they, they could use him. They obviously have a really good run game that's been successful because of the pass. Um, um, you know, and that's not to say Kirk Cousins is amazing. I still don't know how he convinced people to pay him what they did, but it's because they um, like that. Yeah. So, you stole um, that out I of think, my mouth. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I think, I think they go with Josh Jones and I think, uh, you know, he's a good tackle. Um, I think he'll be successful there. All right. So, uh, Matt, that's going to give you, uh, put you on the clock with an interesting pick, I think here. Ooh, 23. So the 23rd pick, we've got the New England Patriots. Oh, man. So because I think in the real draft, 
uh, I think there will be trading and moving, and I think guys are going to be going around a little bit differently. I actually think that the uh, Patriots or Dolphins, so yes, I'm going back to them. I actually think either one of them would try to maybe go after Eason in the second round, possibly. Maybe yeah. Patriots more than any other team. I think they can afford to do it. Um, I'm not saying Stidham is amazing, and Hoyer's certainly not you know, any uh, world beater, but, I mean, it's the Patriots, and you still have Belichick. I'm not saying he's God, but kind of is for football. They're going to find a way to still win football games, despite what everybody's going to say and think and uh, you know want to uh, feel. Yes, Brady is the GOAT for a reason, but coaching does a lot. So I think the Patriots will probably wind up bolstering the offense a little bit and maybe not address quarterback if things fall this way like it is right now. And I think they would actually end up uh, going after DeAndre Swift, running back out of Georgia. Two Georgia running backs in the first round, both on the New England Patriots, Sony Michelle and DeAndre Swift. Did that for you, to you two Gators. I thought you guys would, would really like that. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, I think – I actually think J.K. Dobbins is a better back. But I think because Swift is there, Sony Michelle is good, but what do you have in him? They do have a loaded backfield. Do not get me wrong. I am not going to deny that by any stretch of imagination. And I'm not saying that it really is a glaring need, but I think Swift is the kind of kid that fills in to really what's already in place and would complement Michelle. Because you got two guys that can, you know, really just move the ball and you don't necessarily know what they're going to do because you're not getting that, oh, hey, let's put this uh, bruising back in because we know what they're going to do. Um, I don't know. I think it would be an interesting dynamic. And I like Swift a lot, so maybe that's why I'm biased and I feel like it would be a grab. I think quarterback is probably their biggest priority, and I think they would actually make a unpatriot-like move and trade up in the real draft. But it, for this exercise... a possibility, depending on how, how things fall. I think that, uh, you know, as we sit here and we have to make these picks somewhat on the fly based off of how things have shaken out, it's definitely an interesting pick. Um, yes. But, you know, that's just how it is, how it is right now. I uh, would not be surprised if the Patriots are picking somewhere other than the 23rd pick, though. Uh, so with that, though, we will go on to pick number 24. The New Orleans Saints are on the clock. And I will go ahead before making this pick and just say that I don't think they're going to be picking here. I think the Saints are a prime team to uh, trade out of this spot. Um just because they only have five draft picks in total, so they may try to pick up some draft capital. Um, there's two There's two things I looked at here. I believe that they need linebacker help opposite um, Alex Anzalone, but they brought back Drew Brees, and I think that they're trying to make one last run at it. Mm-hmm. So my pick is going to be getting him another weapon to make one more run at a Super Bowl as opposed to trying to get a linebacker in there to help the defense. So I'm going to take Baylor wide receiver Denzel Mims. All right. Okay. Interesting. And like I said, my, my main reason there is obviously they've got Michael Thomas, who's the best wide receiver in the NFL, in my opinion. Uh, no offense to my boy Keenan Allen Slayer. What's going on? Um, but I think that one more weapon for – 
Drew Brees uh, to go and make another run at a, uh, a Super Bowl certainly couldn't hurt the Saints. Um, like I said, I'm not surprised at all if they trade out of this pick to try to get some more draft picks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could, I don't know, I could definitely see it. I, I think, I think them getting uh, Sanders might deter that. I mean, that's going to have, that's, they're going to have Sanders, Thomas, Kamara, Cook. Um, you know, I, I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that one's a tough one. Again, I don't think that they'll be picking where they are picking based on the situation. Um, but uh, they, I mean, they got to figure it out, right? Are they going to go quarterback? Are they going to go defense? I mean, they did sign him to a two-year deal. So are they doing that with, you know, the hopes of somebody coming out next year and being a really good quarterback prospect for them? Yeah. So, yeah, and you uh, never know. They could trade out of this pick and they could, uh, they could try to get a, a pick in a round two and take a quarterback there. Yeah. Like I said, that's a really weird one for me. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I think it'll help. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't see them picking there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to put yeah. you on the clock, uh, Alex, with uh, number 25, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, man. Um, again, you know, we've, uh, we've addressed the tackle position for them already and getting Kirk Cousins that, uh, that protection that he needs. Um, and you know, it's, it seems weird that we're even in a situation where they might consider an offensive guy at this point. I am actually going to pick somebody that I would love to see on the Giants. I don't think that he will <laughs> ever get there. Uh, I'm just going to preface that now, but um, I think that they're going to go edge here, and uh, I think they're going to take uh, Yater Gross Meadows out of Penn State. All right, pair him up with Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin, and that pass rush is pretty fierce. Yep, um, you know, he's 6'5". Yeah. <laughs> and this is the thing, he's tall, but he's lean. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's a, he's a tall guy. I do think he's a little slow to get off of the reads. Um, I don't necessarily think that he's a very good pass rusher. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He's a great edge run. I think he's more more aligned for the run block, but I do think that he'll help that team out. I mean, they're not technically hurting at the position, so if you can get another guy that's athletic, lean, um, and got strength, I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, given our situation, I think he would be the one they go to. Yep. All right, Matt. Well, that means uh, all Dolphins fans are anticipating your uh, your next <laughs> pick here. So I think I'm not even a Dolphins fan, but I'm I'm anticipating it. So I think they're going to try to take a guy that uh you know I there's no way he is going to be in this draft at this point. Uh, I've been a big fan of him. I know he had some controversy in terms of production two seasons ago or a season ago in the 2000 and uh, what 18 campaign but I'm going to have to say that they're going to bolster that defense, bolster that back end, and I think they're going to go Grant Delpit, safety out of LSU. Okay. I think he did have a very rough year um, Mm. in 18, and I think that put a lot of spotlight on him, and I think he more than delivered. Uh, He does have, you know, I think the slight coverage problems, um, and, you know, we all saw him miss some tackles, which was uh, pretty bad. 
But I also do think that because he kind of has a good read on the ball and he can anticipate plays pretty well, I think that tackling and form can just be taught and develop better. I think he's extremely athletic. I think he also brings something in terms of size and he'll probably get even a little bigger uh, since he's only a junior. So, yeah, I think uh, Dolphins, I think you're going to be looking at, uh, you know, you get some back-end help on a defense. I think you get a quarterback that's going to be uh, maybe a little work in progress, but I think it can fit in. You do have the, you know, Rosen project as well. But, hey, interesting quarterback room. Uh, and you're also securing that offensive line to try to at least manage some type of running attack and protection. So you get your tackle, you get your quarterback, and you got your uh, you got a safety. Yeah, and you uh, you put in some work on your Dolphins uh, draft. That's for sure. Three picks. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you. I know you certainly uh, got Alex thinking. That's for sure. Yeah, I feel I like you've got some uh, disagreement on uh, Delpit as well. Yeah, I don't. I, again, I I understand the, the the take now. I just don't think Delpit falls to twenty six. Well, he's not. Um, <laughs> and I don't think I would have taken him in this situation either. But that's just me. All right. Well, then uh, that's going to get okay. us uh, on the clock with the Seattle Seahawks at number twenty seven. So once again, I get stuck with a team that I don't think is going to be drafting here. I think Seattle is prime <laughs> to uh, to there's move be out. Trades everywhere, apparently, according yeah. to Steve. I, I'm telling you, I think there's going to be some teams that, um, just depending on how it shakes out, either they're going to be looking to move back to get more draft capital, or they just don't feel like the value for the player that they want is there at the pick. So uh, if um, Eters, uh, Gross Matos is there. I think he's going to be the pick at 27, but he's not. He went a couple of picks uh, um, ahead. Um, Alex took him. Uh, so yeah. for the sake of this selection, this is going to be the probably the most unsexy pick in our, oh, in our first round. I did take a tackle. Oh no, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, Caesar Ruiz, uh, Alex's cousin, uh, the interior offensive lineman. <laughs> Uh, so I think, uh, I think that, you know, they, oh. they need some, they need a little interior line, um, depth. He can play center or guard, um, edge rusher, not knowing if Clowney is going to be back, I think is the, the top need, but I don't think that the, uh, the value is there. Uh, maybe they trade back and get an early second round pick and they take Zach bomb, the edge rusher linebacker out of Wisconsin. But I think for how it's shaken out, uh, with the 22nd pick, they're going to take Alex's cousin. Um, and we're going to put him in on the <laughs> offensive line. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do there. I think, I think they'll, they'll probably pick uh, an edge guy over an offensive guy. Um, the only reason I say that is um, because I, you know, if for whatever reason he's available, I would definitely like to see the Giants get him in the second or third round to fix their center position. But, um, I mean, I think he's going to be a strong center for the, uh, for the NFL. He's you know played out of Michigan. He's trained under NFL coaching. So he's, uh, I think he'll be a good fit. And I think, uh, I think Russell Wilson needs a, a center like that. So I agree. Um, 
the only thing I'm going to challenge you on is that I don't think that he would ever remotely get close to falling to the third round. He wouldn't. It's just a freaking dream, okay? <laughs> it's not going to happen. He's going. He's going one low one early two maybe. Um, now I like the kid a lot. He's versatile. Um, yeah, I can't so disagree. What, before I move on to Alex's pick at number twenty-eight, what happens if the Giants take an offensive tackle at four and then take Ruiz as a center with the top of the second round pick as well? And you've addressed two offensive line positions. I I won't listen. I no, no, please. You guys God, saw don't. me last year's draft. I knew that they were going to take Danny Dimes. I didn't think they'd take him at six. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I think the situation, and this is getting a little into next week's segment, but I think the situation for the Giants and their front office staff is a little bit more dynamic this year, just because of the approach that Joe Judge is taking with his off with his with his with his coaching staff. So. Uh, I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily be mad, no, but I, um, I would be. Yeah, there's no way uh, if they if they sit there and take two guys within a top, you know, if they climb back up, what what is their pick in a second round? Um, 34, 30, 36, is it 34, 36, 33, yeah, 30, yeah, 30, no, six, 36, 36, yeah, yeah, okay. If they're taking two quote unquote first round guys, because let's be real, sometimes the 36 pick. And a little bit above that in second round are essentially first round guys that just maybe, you know, fall for whatever reason. There's a lot of reasons why. If they're taking two first round picks at line, look, I get it. I like linemen as much as, uh, you know, Gettleman does, uh, which is probably unpopular. You've got to address defense, though. I'm sorry. Like, they have, like, they didn't line back in court. They addressed it. I'm not disagreeing on that, but. I'll no, leave it at I, that. Again, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just saying – that's why I said it gets a little bit into next week's segment for me because there are a couple things that might happen there at three and four that I think might justify them taking two tackles or two offensive linemen. So is, I'm not going to get into it now. Yeah. Um, I want to save that for our <laughs> predictive picks. But, um, yeah, that's, we'll leave. My, that's, that's where my mind is at on that. We'll uh, leave so it at that. Good. I think we agree actually for once, which is odd. Yeah. So that's going to put you on the clock, Alex, with the 28th pick. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I just don't know with Baltimore right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously they had a huge explosive offense last year. Um, you know, they did a lot of things a lot of people thought they weren't going to do, which was refreshing and terrifying at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Um, that being said, I do think that um, they go defense here. Um, I've heard his name floated around. I'm a little torn between Kenneth Murray and AJ uh, Epinesa. I'm not too big on uh, Zach Vaughn. Uh, don't ask me why. I just I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I just don't like him that much. Um, but uh, for this situation, I do think that they'll go with the best available, and I think that is Kenneth Murray. Um, you know, he was, uh, what, what was he defensive, uh, freshman of the year. Um, he's, you know, been a, a career starter for Oklahoma at the inside linebacker position, which is something that, uh, they need desperately. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a big kid, um, for his position. He's what, uh, six, two, um, see, uh, what's the average height there? Six foot. He's six two, like two thirties. So yeah. I mean, he's so he's he's definitely he's 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 explosive. I mean, he can he can get up the middle if you need him to. Um, 
I, I think that he needs some work, uh, which is why I think he goes late in the first round. I, I just don't know. I don't know where they're at. You know, I don't know what their mindset is right now. You hear they're all over the board and nobody really knows what the heck they're going to do. Right. But um, I mean, the guy can read, he's, he's explosive up front. He can, he can jet in the hole if you need him to. And he's, he's got enough force behind his little legs to get him there. So um, I think, I think he would be a roundabout pick for them. Yeah. I, I think it's a solid pick. Um, I actually like Murray a lot, even though it is a defensive guy in a linebacking core out of Oklahoma, not exactly uh, known for that. Yeah. But I think he's exactly the kind of guy that I was saying during our last, you know, little discussion there is I think he's the kind of guy that's got first round talent per se that drops to the top end of the second round. Yeah. And it it could certainly uh, could certainly happen. But I I think uh, for this spot, I do actually like the pick to to have him uh, pair up with CJ Mosley, who kind of had a bit of a down year and is getting up there in age. I like it. So, uh, That'll put the uh, Tennessee Titans on the clock. All right, so the uh, the fighting Mike Vrabels are on the clock. Um, and, you know, they had a Cinderella type of season. They could go a couple of different ways here. Um, they could look at um, interior defensive line to replace Jarrell Casey. Um, they could look at offensive tackle to replace the loss of uh, Jack Conklin. Um, I actually think what they're going to do is they're going to bring in some more competition at the, uh, the defensive back position. And I'm going to take Christian Fulton corner out of LSU. All right. And, uh, and so, you know, I know they've got a Dory Jackson, um, you know, and they've got Logan Ryan at corner. Um, Fulton's a big guy. Uh, you know, I considered Fulton to, to Seattle a couple of picks earlier because he fits kind of their scheme as a corner as well. Um, so this one was, uh, do I want to go ahead and add some more depth and competition or fill a position of need? And so we're going to go with, with Fulton uh, with this pick. Yep. Um, I like him. I, I don't have a problem with Christian Fulton at all. I, I think that, you know, he's, a little undersized for the cornerback position myself. I like to see the bigger guys out there on the outside because that's typically where you get your your speed and tall wide receivers to catch that ball. Um, I do definitely like him. I think uh, I think he needs to work on his tackling a little bit. He's more of an arm tackler than anything, but um, I think that's that's probably because for the most part he's uh, he's he's kind of like a ball hawk in my eyes. I mean, he's if he sees the ball coming to him, he's probably going to catch it. Um, you know, outside of that, I think I think he's a solid pick for the for Tennessee. So, Matt, uh, what do you think? Because I think uh, this was actually your pick in our order. Yeah, you uh, leapfrogged me there, but no big deal. Um, I I think it's a good pick. I like Fulton a lot. I think he's a really good player. Uh, maybe I'm biased to LSU. I don't know. Um, I just like the team they produced last year for these kids going to the NFL. Um, I actually would have had them go in a little bit of a different direction, personally. Um, I think, uh, they may actually have gone with Gladney. Okay. The other corner, Jeff Gladney. Yep. But again, I mean, that's grasping straws. It's a quarterback. Uh, I think they both could fill the role well. So am I going Packers or 49ers? Well, no, because who else had a 49ers? 
Uh, Green Bay. Nice. Yeah, I'll, uh, so I'll might just doing make the pick for Green Bay here uh, with the thirtieth pick on, good. on the clock. So Green Bay fans are probably going to say, uh, give Aaron Rodgers something to throw to besides Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones, obviously in the backfield, had a had a big time year. I don't think there's any tight end worth a first round pick here. Um, no, you know, I don't think that. Uh, they, Not a receiver either, though. I don't think that there's necessarily um, anybody who stands out. Um, they could go interior defensive line. There's a couple of unflashy picks, um, in my opinion. Um, but what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do for what I think uh, is most likely if they stay here at thirty is I'm going to go ahead and take wide receiver Jalen Ragor out of TCU. Okay. I don't think he hit the first round personally, but I know they need a receiver. I uh, Hey, it's a need. I just don't see the kid going in the first round, but that's just me. Well, I'm not going to disagree on the position. Yeah. Um, I do think they go wide receiver, but I think they go with the uh, the kid out of uh, Arizona State, Ayuk. I, I can't Ayuk. pronounce his name. Yep. Ayuk. Yeah. Um, okay. I think he's probably more of a complete NFL receiver at, for them at this point than uh, than who you're going with. But I, I again, I don't, I can't disagree with him going wide receiver here. I, th- I think it's it's a late first round pick. It's you know anything after twenty five to me is basically guys that are sneaking into the first round from the second. It's apples to oranges. So um, yeah, I, I agree with position. Just not all right, Alex. Well, that's going to put you uh, picking for the NFC. Uh, champion San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Um, keep forgetting about that tone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is actually a little bit uh, harder for me because I, I you know, without all the stuff that's gone on here in our, in our draft, I, uh, I, you know, the guy I would have taken here for San Francisco yeah. is now gone. Uh, what's up, cousin? But uh, we're not really related. <laughs> Uh huh. Hey, but if you want to, if you want to shoot me some swag and you catch our, our podcast, you know, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, I'll give you my number. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, you know, I do think that they they fix the outside. I don't think that they go Gladney. Um, I think they take uh they take uh Jalen Johnson out of uh, Utah. Great, corner. great player out in the Mountain West on defense. Yep. Yeah. Um, again, there's a lot of talent here in the, in the corner in the corner section for us. They're all kind of uh, kind of undersized to me. I think they're all very small this year, except for the first two. Um, but I think that they fixed the uh, the outside position for him. I mean, he's he's great. Um, you know, he's at six foot one ninety. He's very small, but um, he, dude, listen, he he he's quick. Um, you go back and watch his game tape, and I was looking at some of it earlier today. He, uh, I mean, as long as he can friggin', you know, he can avoid a, a bad read every now and then, like he has, he has done. Um, he's, he's, he's physical, man. He's just, he'll get right up in there. He'll put a stop right at the line where he can, and then he'll take off for you. Um, the only thing that worries me about him for them is he doesn't have the, the stamina to go, you know, if, if it's a deep, deep throw, I don't think he's, I think he'll get beat by three or four yards um at, after like 40 40 yards of running i just don't think he's got the endurance yeah i i agree with uh both yeah. boosting up that defensive backfield i wouldn't even be surprised if they go safety 
um, as well. Um, Winfield yeah, is an option. But I, yeah. I definitely, I like the kid. Like I said, he was a great player on a Utah defense that was really good this past year. Yeah. Again, he's, he's got a few things to work on, but overall, I definitely yeah. like him. All right, Matt. Well, that's uh, that's going to put you on the clock to round out the first round. Oh, so much pressure. Who you got for oh, the God. Super Bowl champion Chiefs? I mean, it's an interesting team to break down because obviously they're a Super Bowl. You know, winners are a very talented team. They've got a lot of explosiveness on both sides of the ball. Um, I I think if they can, they would probably be going. I feel like interior D line, possibly. I think it's just going to be relatives. Uh, I think the Chiefs are in a rare position where. I mean, they've got holes, but they're minimal in my opinion. I actually think they're a pretty complete team when all is said and done at the end of the day. And I think their team needs are just kind of like, hey, can we bolster it? Can we get a little depth or, you know, whatever it may be? This might be a little odd since this is the best part of their team, but I'm actually going to say that they would probably go if the draft looked like this on draft night, which it probably won't. Uh, I think they would go with a dynamic guy out of a school that I absolutely hate, but that's okay. And that would be uh, J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State yeah. running back. Now you're just talking about making a, an offense even more dangerous. I think it – yeah, it comes down to that. But I think it's – again, what's their big glaring hole in the Chiefs? They're really – I mean, there is because technically every team could have a hole and you could probably pick every team apart. And do that exercise if you really felt compelled. I probably would not take the time to do that because it's not worth it. They won a Super Bowl for a reason. Um, I think it was offense, but I think it's a little bit of everything. And I think why not add depth to that running back core? Because, yes, I know Damian Williams had the Super Bowl he did. It's kind of a, you know, who's who and nobody really knows who is who in that backfield. And Dobbins can add, I think, some stability to that backfield. The kid's dynamic. He's a playmaker. Um, I mean, he's got decent size, a little short in a way, I think, for, um, you know, because he fits. So, they've, they don't ha- they've never really had huge backs, but I think that also makes him fit perfect. And uh, I think you can't really miss – with uh, Dobbins, I think uh, I'll make a little bit of a splash, I guess, to round out the first uh, round. Yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, got nothing else to yeah. really add to that one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of torn in the middle. Like, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I'm definitely clapping for you. I mean, Andy Reid got the Super Bowl that he's been chasing for, I mean, well, God, it feels like forever now. Right. Um, but – uh, again, I, I I'm a little torn. I think they might have gone. I think they might have gone cornerback. I think I like corners this year for some reason. Um, with Arnett out of Ohio State, I actually um, had that as an option too. I just I I, I I'm not disagreeing with J.K. Dobbins though. I'm I'm kind of in the same mindset. I we we talked about it during regular season. They've got such a fast, explosive offense that it blows my mind that they had no identity in the run game. That, um, and that's kind of what I had. Yeah. So for me, it would have been one of the two. I I clapped for Dobbins. I think he's, you know, he's definitely a first round running back. Um, 
He's not really a good pass blocker, which is, I think, what it fits their scheme. It does put um, him lower in the first round for sure. Yeah, so um, I, I still think he's a first round. I, I don't know if he'll be there at 31 for Andy Reid, but I do think that they might go, um, you know, defense with Arnett or another cornerback that might maybe Christian Fulton if he's there. Yeah, certainly the the Chiefs have uh, plenty of options. So uh, that's uh, that's our GM mock draft. We'll go ahead and we'll do a quick uh, a quick recap before we uh, preview next week's episode so no shock to anybody joe burrow went one to the Bengals. chase young went number two to the redskins jeff okuda went three to the lions isaiah simmons four to the giants so no shocks there we had our first uh real shock when we had becton go number five to the dolphins uh just you're welcome justin Boom. herbert went six to the chargers tristan Wirfs, the offensive tackle went seventh to the panthers uh followed by our Alabama run of Jedrick Wills going eight to the Cardinals. Tua Tagovailoa went nine to the Jaguars. Xavier McKinney went 10 to the Browns. Henry Ruggs went 11th to the Jets. And Jerry Judy went 12th to the Raiders. So five straight Alabama <laughs> players uh, roll tied. Uh, don't know how you didn't win a national title with that, but um, shout out to Saban. He must be a really good coach. Uh C.D. Lamb went 13th to the San Francisco 49ers. Javon Kinlaw uh, went to the Buccaneers at 14. C.J. Henderson to the Broncos at 15. Derek Brown to the Atlanta Falcons at 16. Clavon Chasen to the Cowboys at 17, who neither Matt or Alex want to see. Uh, Jordan Love nope. went to the Dolphins at 18. So all you Dolphins listeners, you got an O tackle. You still got a quarterback, so don't shoot Matt. Um, Be glad Matt's not your GM. <laughs> Um, hey man, watch them actually go after love somehow, uh, some Listen, I wouldn't, watch I wouldn't be a genius. With three picks. Um, watch me be a genius. Yeah. So uh, Patrick Queen, the linebacker at LSU, went 19 <laughs> to the Raiders. Andrew Thomas to protect uh, Tua went 20 to the uh, Jaguars. I bet you there'd be Jaguar fans who would be okay with that uh, that pairing. Uh, Justin Jefferson went to the uh, team in uh, Pennsylvania, Eastern Pennsylvania who we will not name on the podcast. Um, uh, we both uh, we both like Justin Jefferson there at that spot, though, for Carson Wentz. Uh, Josh Jones went number 22, the offensive tackle out of Houston to the Vikings. DeAndre Swift, another Georgia running back to the New England Patriots at 23. Baylor wide receiver Denzel Mims to the Saints at 24. Uh, Penn State edge rusher Eter Grossmatos to the Vikings at 25. LSU safety Grant Delpit to the Dolphins with their third pick at 26. Alex's cousin Cesar Ruiz, the center from Michigan to the Seahawks at 27. Uh, Kenneth Murray, linebacker out of Oklahoma, 28. (laughs) Christian Fulton from LSU, another defensive uh, Tiger from the championship team, 29 to the Titans. TCU wide receiver Jalen Rager, Going number 30 to the Green Bay Packers after just posting his 4-2-8-40 he ran on social media. 31 went to Jalen Johnson, cornerback <laughs> right. from Utah, and rounding out the first-round pick, the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, uh, led by Matt Kaczynski, the Bear, uh, taking J.K. Dobbins, the running back out of Ohio State. So that is our our GM mock draft, boys. Um, thank you for the uh, the research and the time. Hopefully the fans uh, have enjoyed the uh, the content and the banter. Um, don't take this for uh, the Bible if you're listening, because chances are uh, this is definitely not going to happen a week from tomorrow. 
Um, but this is this is how we uh, we shook it out. Um, so, boys, uh, good job there. And uh, let's go ahead and, and preview what uh, the listeners can expect next week. Um, we are going to still stick on some draft talk um, as we uh, introduce another segment where we will predict the pick. So unlike a, a GM mock draft that we did today where we made the pick based on what was available if we were the GM of the team, we're going to go ahead and say – this is the player we think is getting picked at this spot, regardless of who the team is that's picking. So we will go ahead and uh, keep the order. So Alex will have the first pick and he will predict who he thinks the first pick will be. Matt will have the second pick and he will predict who he thinks the second pick will be. I'll have the third pick and I'll predict who I think the third pick will be. And we will rotate just picks seeing as we're not going to be assigned uh, team, it will just rotate, and we will go ahead and we will predict who we think the player is going to be selected at that number in the draft. Um, should be interesting because now we're not looking at need or knowing exactly what the team is going to be. Now we're just picking who we think the best players are and where they're going to land. Um, so we're going to get into that to start off the episode, and then we'll finish the episode really by hammering home and focusing on uh, draft strategy for the New York football giants, as well as the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. And we'll get into some of the other things we think might happen on draft night to kind of prime uh, the first round up for everybody, um, as well as get into the details about our live stream uh, for the first round of the draft. So uh, boys, before we uh, sign off tonight, any final thoughts? Yeah, man. Um, obviously, it's always been fun. It's always a good time for us. Uh, Matt, I, we're going to have a separate conversation later uh, with my boot. Um, you know, oh, again, we anybody that listens to our show, I mean, we definitely appreciate you guys. Um, you know, talk about us. Get us out there. I mean, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Um, you know, we're here for your guys' entertainment. We're here for our entertainment, uh, regardless. We just, you know, we enjoy talking about football, and this just allows us to do it. So hopefully, you guys tag along. Um, if you agree with us, let us know, like us, share us. Um, you know, give us a nice follow and, and tell your friends so we can kind of get this thing going. Yeah, I'll second that. Um, I don't have too much more else to add to that. That's any different. The uh, draft, like we've all said throughout this show, is definitely something we all truly appreciate and really enjoy for whatever nerdy reason and uh it's going to definitely be a good time uh having draft talk going on the day before launch and then be able to do a live stream i think it's going to be a really fun dynamic for the three of us and allow us to still be able to watch the draft together um even if it's not in the same place the banter will sure to be way uh you know dialed up because that's just how we are at the draft. And I appreciate everybody for uh, listening. I will uh, stop talking so we don't make this any longer uh, than it is. All right. So uh, <laughs> we appreciate everybody listening in on this episode of Pound the Pigskin for the Bear, the Marine. I'm the man. We'll catch you guys next time.